Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Joining us right now on The Fan, covering your New York Jets for the New York Post, none other than Brian Costello. What's up, Brian? Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm good. In here watching the Rangers, talking to folks about Juan Soto and uh, G-Man Choi, really McCole Hardman because he gave us a layup on the fan today. <laughs> Everybody's able to get on the fan and talk about the Jets again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tell people when that when the, I was at the Super Bowl and I saw him jog on the field in overtime on based on like the second play of overtime or third play, and I said, oh, man, the, McCall Hardman's going to score the game when he touchdown <laughs> in the Super Bowl because it always comes back to the Jets. And sure enough, he did, and now that's given him, you know, a lot of interview opportunities that probably would no one would be looking to talk to McCole Hartman right now. But, of course, they are, and that, that's the Jets' world. Yeah, they can't uh, escape the spotlight. They started off the season in the uh, spotlight with hard knocks and, uh, you know, the primetime games, and Aaron Rodgers goes down, and he's on Pat McAfee, and they still had a bunch of Thursday night football, Amazon Prime game, everybody, you couldn't. You couldn't hide from it. Now, it was a disaster. It was an all-time bad one, and I know you've seen some all-time bad ones, but the fact that they're running it back, I, I just when I heard all the Cole Hardman stuff, I'm like, nobody's surprised, right? But what you're surprised about is that like somebody else is coming out to tell you what went on behind the scenes, and they're telling you, no, no, this is fine. This is all fine. We're we're good here. We're good. Yeah, I don't think they're saying it's fine, Keith, but you couldn't fire them. I mean, because Aaron Rodgers came here to play for them and those guys deserve a chance to have Rodgers as their quarterback you know the, the truth is the season was over four plays in and yes if they had a better backup quarterback would they maybe have won another game or two maybe but it was over like any Super Bowl hopes or anything like that of any real success was over and you know I would not put much stock in McCall Hardman and what he says about the Jets uh, the Jets can throw dirt at McCall Hardman obviously they didn't think much of him and he didn't play much I think he was humiliated because Xavier Gibson was playing over him. Um, you know, he didn't play at all the first game. I think he had a few snaps in the second game. He really had no role. Um, and, like, look, he scored the game when he touched on the Super Bowl, yes, but he did not have a big role for the Chiefs when he went back there. He had, a, you know, a big fumble in the playoffs. He had some mistakes. So I don't think people should take what McCall Harbin said as gospel about the Jets. I, I do think he has an axe to grind. Um, you know, was it was it good? No. And no one, I don't think anyone with the Jets is saying it's good, but they were in a position where they couldn't really blow it up because if you blow it up, you're starting all over. You're starting from scratch. And 
I don't know. And you like everyone gets like aggravated that Aaron Rodgers has too much power. Well, guess what? Aaron Rodgers would have been picking the coach because they would have had to. It's just that that when when they made that trade, they had to give Aaron Rodgers a lot of power in the organization. That's the way it's going to work. Tom Brady had a lot of power in Tampa Bay there. Peyton Manning had a lot of power in Denver when he went there. The problem for the Jets is Jets fans haven't seen Aaron Rodgers complete a pass yet, so they're they're not happy about it. Yeah, did I hear Joe Douglas say that they're in like a great position and talk about how like the meetings they had were wonderful and they're you know like I feel like I heard him today on BTN Sal talking from the combine as if like they're really confident and they're happy to be where they are. Well, I think he was talking about uh, he did say that I'm trying to remember the what context was. I think it was about the offensive line in terms of what they have to do there. Uh, and I think they're confident in their plan. And I think he was kind of talking about how Elijah Vera Tucker allows them some flexibility in terms of whether they, do they need to add two tackles? Do they need to add uh, two guards at a tackle? Like, you know, Vera Tucker can mm-hmm. be moved around. He plays, played four positions on the line. So they can sort of figure it out um, and put Vera Tucker kind of wherever they need to as the whole. So I think that's what he was referring to. He wasn't by no means saying, you know, the Jets are great or anything like that. I think he was the he was talking about they're in a great position. I think he was addressing how he feels about going into the, the free agency and that stuff. Yeah, they have to rebuild this offensive line. I thought it was interesting that he mentioned AVT and his versatility. AVT's been hurt back-to-back seasons. I would think that they need a, a backup plan and another backup plan and another backup plan to build this offensive line, replace three guys, and make sure yeah. that they, they stay whole and build that wall in front of Aaron Rodgers so we don't end up going to a backup quarterback again. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's the biggest thing of the offseason for them. And they need three starters. You know, the AVT thing, yes, he's been hurt back-to-back years, but they're kind of freakish season-ending injuries in terms of Achilles and a torn triceps. It's not like he has a bad knee, right, where you're like, oh, my God this guy's going to keep getting hurt again and again. It's pretty rare to have two Achilles tears or like I, I, he had freakish injuries. I don't think he's, I don't think they're worried about his durability right now because um, like I said, it's not like a knee or a shoulder or something like that, but I'm with you. They need volume at the offensive line. Like not only do they need three starters, but they need to add some more backup pieces. They have Carter Warren, who I thought showed some promise last year. They drafted, uh, Wes Schweitzer, I think, will be back as a backup guard, but they just need they, they they've seen it. You know, they went through thirteen and fourteen combinations last year. The year before, the same thing. It's tough. I mean, if you look around the league, Keith, uh, there aren't many teams that are solid on the offensive line, right? The Eagles are pretty solid. The Lions are pretty solid. The rest of the teams kind of have holes. Even the Chiefs, who won the Super Bowl, their two tackles struggled, and so it's a hard position. Uh, to find the, and the way the game has gone in college with spread formations, these guys don't really block like they do in the NFL. So it's hard to project. So it's become a very difficult position. And I think Douglas has to not only get qu- uh, quality, but quantity. He needs to just throw some volume at it and then they can see what shakes out in August in training camp. Yeah. A lot of these mock drafts are coming out saying that Brock Bowers is going to be the move for the jets, but I just keep thinking it's offensive line and, Maybe yeah. one of these top tackles do fall to them with uh, folks trying to go after quarterbacks and wide receivers early. Mm-hmm. What, what, if, if you're looking at the mock draft and you're making your own mock draft, what do you see the, the Jets doing at 10? Yeah, I think it has to be a tackle. Um, you know, there's the three, there's the top three guys from Notre Dame, Penn State, and Oregon State are the three guys everybody projects. I don't pretend to be a scout, 
and watch, you know, I got enough football to watch in the NFL during the season. I don't watch a lot of college, but I go by what, you know, these, the draft guys say, and those are the three that they feel like are kind of head and shoulders above the rest. I do think one of them will be there at 10, um, you know, and if they're not, do you trade down and then take the next best tackle? Uh, I, tight end is tough. I think Brett Bowers is very talented, but man, you know, we've seen tight ends succeed in this league getting drafted on day two a lot in recent years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't think that that's going to be the priority. Uh, you know, you can make the argument if they don't find a good number two wide receiver that having a tight end like him could be another dynamic weapon to add with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. But to me, it's offensive line, offensive line, offensive line, and you've got to you've got to solidify that. And you know, they've got to keep Aaron Rodgers upright this year, and uh, so that that's the priority. Zach Wilson is out. Joe Douglas spoke on uh, him being allowed to seek a trade, and they'll leave that to his GM to find uh, the team and the partner. So the Zach Wilson era is officially over. But when I'm thinking about who's going to back up Aaron Rodgers, it's got to be a guy that Aaron Rodgers is cool with. They're not going to draft a young guy to back up Aaron Rodgers. They're going to sign a guy. And I'm just not sure with Nathaniel Hackett and Rodgers who fits the system, but it's so vital. I mean, Woody Johnson was at the NFL Honors talking about not having a backup quarterback, and I think he's willing to spend. Any idea who they might zero in on? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be one of the you know, guys you're familiar with, Jacoby Brissett, Ryan Tannehill, Gardner Minshew, um, maybe Tyrod Taylor, you know, coming over from the Giants. It's going to be a veteran that's been around. And, uh, you know, the question I think is, does like a guy like Tannehill or Minshew, do they have an opportunity to go somewhere where they could play, like either as a starter or as a bridge quarterback for a team that's going to draft a rookie and maybe that's not ready to play and they get some time? So, I mean, Brissett is a guy that makes a lot of sense to me. The Jets have seen him the last two years. He's played against him with Washington and Cleveland, and he's played pretty well. So I can see that. And I think keep drafting a quarterback behind Rodgers, I think we're going to be talking about that next year, uh, you know, as Rodgers is a little closer to the end. And I think they'll be drafting somebody to play behind him next year. This year, I agree with you. I think it's got to be it's going to be a veteran. Um, I don't think Rodgers is going to have a problem with, you know, if they sign a veteran like Jacoby Brissett or anyone like that. I don't think he's going to need – he's going to have any, you know, uh, input on that decision. I think they're, they'll sign who they want to sign. Uh, and they'll probably overpay that person, like you said, because I think that's going to be uh, that position after last year, not just with the Jets, but we saw around the league, right? All those backup quarterbacks that played. I think you're going to see the backup quarterback market going way up this year. Mm-hmm. Where like I think eight million was the highest last year. I think you'll probably see ten million this year. For sure, with the um, higher salary cap and with this past season of the backups and backups, yeah. backups playing, it, it is a priority. Okay, last thing for you. I saw your article in the Post about the uh, NFL PA surveys, and with the Jets, you know, I knew that this one was going to be a high-ranking part of the sur- survey, the food, the dietitian, because I always see the spread that the media gets, and I'm like, man, I got to figure out how to get over there with the credential yeah. because they do right by you guys with the food that you eat. Well, but Keith, the cafeteria got a C-, minus, which is like that, that That to me destroyed the credibility of the survey. I don't know. I'm, I'm going – you tell us. I'm going off of you. I've seen Connor yeah, Hughes, Zach Rosenblatt, all yeah. these guys raving about the spread. Yeah. It's terrific, and there's no way – they are A-plus. In our book, they're not C minus because the nutritionist, if that's the person that works with the team 
you know, on their diet plan. That's not the cafeteria worker. The cafeteria got C minus, which I, I told okay. told people with the Jets. I'm like, that destroys the credibility of the survey to me completely because you, the food is like it's like a, a five star restaurant at the Jets. So I I I I, I don't know about the training room. I don't know about meeting time, but I know the cafeteria is pretty good. Yeah, I know the food is valid from the pictures. They yeah, uh, Connor they Hughes always up. tweets his pictures. I know. I I tell him not to because at some point. Someone in the Jets is going to go, why are we feeding these guys so well? You know, <laughs> they, they rip us. Stop. Let's give them Aaron Rodgers is going to go on McAfee and say there's a mole in the building and we feed <laughs> these guys too good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I'm worried. I always tell Connor, let's slow down on the Instagram photos. Well, here comes the combine and then the pro days and the draft. And it's a big off season for the Jets. They just got to stay healthy. And I think they end the playoff drought. Brian, thanks for joining us tonight. All right, Keith, thanks for having me. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.